Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I'm the other one who's here, Cedius, because, you know... Dave, Dave. doesn't exist. Dave. I, are you even a host anymore, Dave? I mean, really... I well, a host to what? He's, you know, he's been a host to many things. <laughs> right by that. <laughs> we have a replacement host for Dave this time around who's been on the show a couple of times. I'm Peter Buckles. I'm replacing Dave for this show. Yay. It's exciting. And we've upgraded. <laughs> well, the beard has gotten smaller. I mean, sure. The hair has gotten longer. Uh, no, I, well, yeah, Dave's keeping it short right now, so yeah, yeah technically, right. yes. And we have a guest. Yay! Hello, guest. Hi. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Elizabeth, also known as Luna. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the land of Scotch. Yum. Well, I mean, sort of. It's as land of Scotch as we can get. Well, sort of. I mean... It being the second episode of March, we have a tradition that we're maintaining. True. It's this, today it would be the land of whiskey. Irish I, whiskey. So, because we're a single malt show, out, you know, outside of this couple of times I've accidentally or maybe intentionally subjected a blend on the boys, um, we have single malt Irishes this time. So, you know, St. Patty's Day is going to be, you know, this weekend, which is when this is going live, if I remember to post on time. I have to say that now because I haven't been lately. And so, you know, in tradition, and we do sing well Irish. Right. And no matter what you think of Irish whiskeys, it's better than licking a, a, a Blarney Stone. Uh, yes. I mean, I personally can't say that from, you know, my own experience, but I have never licked a stone and thought, you know, that's better than, than, than whiskey. <laughs> I mean, I've licked a stone that had been sitting in whiskey and that wasn't so bad. No. But it still wasn't as good as the whiskey itself. Yeah. At best, you're like, hmm, whiskey-ish stone. And the two advantages, I know where that stone had been. So in, I know that the whiskey. things... So, so, so I know the things that happened to the Blarney Stone hadn't happened to that. And I didn't have to be upside down, because apparently you have to be, like, sort of yes, upside down. Yes, so you have to lay on your back, and you're going like this upside and, down. And here's the thing. Fun. When you down. When you kiss the Blarney Stone... Have you kissed the Blarney Stone? I did. See, but when you, when you kiss the Blarney Stone... You're kissing everyone else no. who's kissed the Blarney Stone. No, you don't. They sanitize the rock after every single person. That's Blarney. No, it's not. Uh, well, I mean, they, they, they kind of have to. I mean, there's, there's, there's too many things. And then, of course, there's the things that we hear happen to the Blarney Stone when off hours. But. Yeah. Anyway, we should have a pour going. We should. We don't have Dave, so I have to remind Perry yeah, no, that's his job right now. Ah, I love that sound. Now we would pour the magic. Oh, I love the gurgle. Fresh bottle. So I'm thinking, funny thing, timing-wise, I think Perrin is the person I've seen least recently. Because I think we did the recording before Robbie Burns, so I've seen Peter... Mm-hmm. And then later on, there was Supercon where I saw Luna. So, how you been, Perrin? Um, well, uh, I was doing pretty well because I was in the Caribbean. And mm. you suck. Yes. And you didn't take me with you? Nope. I took, <laughs> I took my wife and my adorable seven-year-old child who, and they, we went on a Disney cruise 
And um, while I was on the Disney cruise, I did a whiskey tasting because I could. Awesome. Nice. And and I have to say, while very nice, they don't do it right. <laughs> I mean, they were the woman running it was very friendly, but um, I don't think she knew nearly as much about whiskey as as uh, someone running a whiskey tasting should, and. It was much more rushed than a whiskey tasting ought to be. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel the rush thing. I mean, as, as much as I love the Robbie Burns nights, I, I sometimes feel that those are a little rushed from what I'd like to do. We still hang out for a long time afterwards as well. True, true. And I think that our last presenter might have gotten through his material a little quickly because he hadn't done it in the past. True. Well, and so, it's, well, it's he had not he had, like the he, he done. I, I, I was left with the understanding he'd done bourbon tastings elsewhere, but I don't know. Yeah, he was he was new to Rob Burns night for sure. Absolutely, it's not like they drove us forth the moment we were done. Get get Fair. the get the hence foul tasters. <laughs> but it was like I I expected it to be. We will now sip and enjoy the scotch. Oh, isn't that lovely? Or the whiskey? Even there was a scotch, but and. Um, it was like, mmm, that's good. Now try some water. Try it again. Mmm, that's delicious. Here's some information. Now let's go to the next one. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa still savoring. <laughs> um, the interesting thing that they mentioned was that the Macallan 18 has been discontinued. They're going what? to a ageless... Well, they, no, they're, they're still going through... The, the, I mean, the new Macallan are a series of ageless... Ones because they can get away with that. Right. They are still selling the 12, the something, and the 21, I think. But um, they hit... The 20 pluses are in such a different bracket right. anyway. But the 18, apparently, no. they can't... It is more money-making for them to not age to 18 and sell it and just take it and make it into other things. So they have discontinued. So if I was told... And for our audience listening at home, if you can find a bottle of 18 and you think McAllen's good, because if you think it's bad, don't bother. Snag it, because there will be no more. Or you do the investment thing and right. like buying several to sell to people who do enjoy it. Right. And then like my bottles of amber sitting at home. <laughs> the, the other piece uh, that they mentioned was that the Johnny Walker... Let's see. There's a black... Red, well, green, which is like turpentine. Black and red. No, the, the red at the turpentine. Red is turpentine, then black. I, then think, I think it's green, gold, blue. Blue is the top one. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's there's one more at the top, but I think maybe it's gold. It's either they're getting rid of gold or they're getting rid of the one I can't remember. I was going to say, that I know there's green and gold between black and blue. Right, and I don't think they were getting rid of green, but they're getting rid of one of their top... Okay. Um, Top one. So, if you're a big fan of Johnny Walker, do some research, get what you like, because it will be gone, Oi. and you will be screwed. Stop that. Yes, we have our usual Hell si- si- side contributions from from Kitty Trill, which is the only Kitty who will be making contributions. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Skirt and crawling up my skirt and got my leg. Wow. Yeah, but you're okay. Okay. And and his claws are rather severe. <laughs> yeah. So Holy so crap. Trill is yeah. attempting to 
um, do the work of two. Yes, sad, <laughs> sadly. But uh, yeah, it, some sometime contributor, well, long time contributor, but uh, side contributor uh, Xerxes is is no more. So he will not be making appearances on the show anymore. He's actually sitting on on the shelf behind Perrin right now. Um, in, in his new form. I was going to say, I'm now afraid to turn around. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's just in a little box. I, I figured that might be the case. Yeah, no, but, uh, down. Ah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, he uh, he passed away Super Bowl weekend um, when I was not here. So I, I, I didn't see it happen, but he, he, he'd been feeling off for a while. So I, I think his, his stomach problems, I, I think he might have just kind of starved himself out effectively. Yeah. So... Well, it is it is sad because he was a um, a fun contributor, and it was great to see you go get off the computer every so often. <laughs> I, I, right, and so on, on the plus side, Trill stays off the table most of the time, but not off of the guests apparently. <laughs> no, not well, off the guests. By the way, I mean maybe you've upgraded, and I just didn't realize it. Where's the mic? Um. I came to realize that the audio quality of the actual laptop mic was as good or better than actually having the snowball in. So we're we're, we're trying. We're going to record this one just pure from the laptop and not worry about the snowball because the snowball was actually quieter. And so I'm I'm going to see if background noise is any better or worse uh, with it the way it's set up right now. So, All right. Yeah. Um, well, the the first. Uh First drink that we are going with tonight is the Irishman. Uh, handcrafted whiskey, which, I must say, is a ludicrous thing. <laughs> because, I mean, either all of them are handcrafted or all of them are machine crafted. I don't know how you, like, no, only robots did this. <laughs> Still is not included. Um, yeah, I'm... I, I filled water and peat and barley and peat, and then I held it over the fire. Oh, God, the pain! <laughs> well, there's one dribble. Only 400,000 more. I mashed this myself. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice nose. It, mm. it, it's a strong nose, certainly. It is. But... Um, and and, and color-wise, we've got, we've got a nice oh, yeah. amber. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually find that Irishes are a little more floral and a little bit sweeter than uh, Scotch. Um, so we'll see if that holds true of these. I'm getting um, a light citrus. Yeah, I can see that. Like maybe a, a very faint orange. Definitely floral. Some, some yeah. vanilla. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely smell vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla is there. Little astringentness from the alcohol, yeah. as, as, as um, you'd expect. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm seeing your orange. Yeah, maybe citrus. maybe um, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the spice. Uh, maybe I'm clove. No, maybe um, I'm not good at florals. Yeah, if it's not your like, I'm a rose. Hi. Yeah. Well, rose and scotch is not no to be desired anyway but as a general rule no other than like rose and violet I'm like and it's a flower so <laughs> honeysuckle maybe mm, I like that a, hun- a honeysuckle yeah uh, I can that works I can su- I can vote for that yeah I mean I'm I'm not the the best at identifying flowers either but that that one kind of sticks but it's a it's a nicely it's a sweet sweet floral. has some complexity it's not a mm-hmm. single note but it's not like I can't 
they just threw everything in here. I, I, I will say my experience with Irish whiskey is a nose like this. I'm not expecting a personally pleasant palate, but well, I, I hope to be pleasantly surprised. I, I will admit I am not a massive fan of the Irish whiskeys. Um, they just don't do it for me as much as single malts. But I've been pleasantly surprised several times, and it, it is the right – tis the season – to, to honor the Irish. Well, we've had some great Irish single malts on the show. I mean, the, the, the Connemara Peated is still, yeah. I mean, one yeah, of my favorites. Fantastic. And I really like the Kilcomon. Mm-hmm. That's not Irish. No, the, not the Kilcomon. Um, hold on. Which one are you thinking? We'll look it up. I have a picture, I think. While you're doing that, I think the other thing about them is they tend to be more one note. And this, from the nose, doesn't seem to be. No. It's definitely multiple. Let's see. Um, As we wait for Perrin's phone. Hmm. I could have sworn I took pictures. Oh, oh, here we go. Um, Well, unfortunately, the light uh, ricocheted off, and I cannot see. So, anyway, there was a tasty... How, how how not clear is it? Because if I see the bottle, I might be able to get enough. Well, I'm not... Oh, wait. So here's... Here's the... Uh, apparently, I didn't... I just realized I didn't get the Irish. Oh, yeah, no. That... Um, it's the same one that they did the last time, which was great because I loved it. It's not Kilcomon. No, no, I see a tool. Can no, but um, S I G N up at the top. No, but that's no, the that's, same. that's 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 the that's the Glenmorangie signet. Oh, front. got it. No, the Irish, the right, Irish is down in yeah. the corner. It's it's T U L. Um, Toll something. Toll. But uh, no, the 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 one that I really enjoyed. They did last time I was on a cruise, and they did a, a whiskey tasting, and maybe I will remember. Anyway, I'm going to drink something. Perhaps we can look it up later. Sounds good. All right, so this is not as bad as I feared it was going to be. In fact, I kind of enjoy it. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. A little, a little um, alcoholic punch. There's a little more astringency in there mm-hmm. than I would normally like. Prefer <clears throat> if you yeah. were if you had a dial, you would dial it down just slightly. Yeah. Yeah. It is not full volume though, so no, no. It, is, it is better. Uh, the the citrus definitely. Moves forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. Although I would say this is more a lemony. Um, yeah, lemon versus orange. Yeah. And yeah. vanilla. Vanilla. Mm-hmm. And that and the honeysuckle definitely comes through too. The floral. The. The finish is is nice. A little, this the, tannins, are, a little present, in the finish, but the the. The flavors of the finish are good. It's complex all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I would not fling this back in someone's face. No. Mm-hmm. Unless we were, you know, I was going to blind them and then take the bottle. And then it's a it's a volume trade. Sure. Yeah, You've thought about that a lot, haven't you? Work the angles. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I am... I am Pleasantly, uh, I won't say surprised. I don't mean to make it sound like, you know, Irish whiskey. Blah! But I've, I've had a, the ones that people are always like, oh, try some Jameson's. And I'm like, not my bag. Or, or um, a, lot of the, a 
a lot of the whiskeys, Irish whiskeys that get served at bars, no. I'm not a big fan. You throw, you throw it in with cider and have a Johnny Jump Up. <laughs> I will uh, I will usually try and find, if, if it's like bar level uh, Irish whiskey, it'll usually be, they might have uh, Tullamore Dew. Right. Which yeah. is drinkable, you know. Yeah, well, very few of them I find undrinkable. Yeah, but, true. But for the price you pay in a bar, they better be damn drinkable. True. Yeah, the, the base Jameson is not not much. Uh, I'm not you know the biggest fan of, but the 1780 and and some of the higher ones those those are those are acceptable. But yeah, I've I've moved off of Irish whiskey for the most part since you know my basement's full of scotch. <laughs> oh, and terrible, um, terrible thing. I know, right? Oh, yeah, 43. Okay. So forty three percent by volume, which right in the right in the middle, yeah, of the of the normal end. And our experience with Irishes on the show has been has been pretty mixed. We 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 liked the the first Napoleon Castle we had, but we did not care for the second one as much. Um, the Quiet Man was okay. The Sextant was okay. Um, I think we liked the Red Breast. Mm-hmm. Um, I could swear there was one that started with a K, and I loved it. it well, well, the the Napoleon Castle started with a K, mm-hmm. and, and Maybe that, that was, was it. the first one. Um, but we've had a couple of stinkers too. Yeah, yeah. And, and because I've done tastings outside of the show, there are some we will never have on the show because <laughs> I'm not going to spend even the forty dollars for the cheap Chirconnell because it is not worth twenty dollars, and the ones finished in wine casks that are eighty dollars aren't worth forty. So yeah, I I, I I will say one nice thing for the strong nose. You put in a couple drops of water and it does not disappear. No, <laughs> it and it stays very similar. A lot of times when I add water, I'll get more of a bitter mm-hmm. uh, note out of it. Um, but I'm not getting that this time. So I'm getting a puzzled look uh, <laughs> from Luna. Of why are you snorting a bag? Of True Stone coffee beans. True Stone coffee, you say? Yes, True Stone. True Stone coffee, friend of the show. Indeed, fresh roasts, cool beans. They are a, a local coffee roaster, and if you use promo code SCOTCH, you can get 10% off the entire order, and Inclu- sh- including their swag, not and, just their coffee. And you should. Absolutely. But that is not why I was actually <laughs> snorting beans. Uh, Clears your coffee, Well, coffee uh, beans, or even ground, but beans work better. Uh, will reset your nose. Yeah. Unlike unlike most things... Uh, nose, anyone? Unlike most things, if you smell them, they just make your nose smell something else. Coffee actually will get you back to a functioning nose. Mm-hmm. I know this because um, I've my nose stops very quickly. Um, shops, soap shops or perfumeries are like, smell this! And that's all she wrote. They are the bane of my existence. I, I can't walk within 10 feet of the openings of those things because I'm asthmatic and sensitive to a lot of chemical smell. And if I walked into one, I might as well just, you know, Now, I will say, over and die. like, my wife is a huge Lush fan because <laughs> she married me. And I'm a, wait, that's no, not what not I Not that kind I mean, of I, I see what she did there and porcanola stuffs. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, happily, Lush does not go in for the chemical stuff. Right. Yeah. It still has a whole lot of things that have a whole lot of scent. And so while I enjoy them greatly, I'm like, my, my daughter insists, smell this, smell this, smell this. And by the third one, I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> yeah, I've, I've noticed quite a few of the soap shops and whatnot will actually have little yeah. coffee things around because they do know that they know that as well. Yeah. Now, what was really bad is I used to go into um, department stores, and when you went through the perfumery area, they would attack you. Yeah. I mean, now uh, it's been years since I got like. They. I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Because too many people are allergic. But it used to be consent. You must get consent. (laughs) Yes. You'd walk in and just like you'd glance the the wrong way, and suddenly. and you'd be like, "Oh God!" I'm, I'm imagining, attack. I'm imagining snipers without bullets and just little <laughs> small paintballs full of perfume, like hiding in the rafters of department stores. Now, yeah. it's quite amusing to me. Well, Why couldn't they use would... real bullets? It'd be better. <laughs> no. Note to stealth: strategically placed Nerf herders with paintball guns. <laughs> <laughs> with perfume to make people, you know, you instead of smoke guns, instead of smoke guns, get it perfume, perfume balls, and then shoot those into somewhere you want shoot people it, to leave. Shoot it at the wall, and then everybody moves this direction. <laughs> yeah. My my one of my many goals for when I am older and no longer can and can be considered eccentric rather than a danger to the community is <laughs> is to sit on my porch. With a paint gun, <laughs> and hear the cry, "Oh God, it's Old Man Clump, and he's got his paint gun." <laughs> it's too bad and, that I just gave both of mine away. And and I will, you know, I'm just picturing the kids heading back, and they get back to their their house, and they walk in. Were you crossing Old Man Clump's yard again? Yes, I told you that old crazy man would shoot you with a paint gun. <laughs> I know. I thought I could beat him. Honey, he's been shooting kids for years. Please <laughs> uh, switch to paint. I, other people have different dreams, but I know where I want to be. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say with the with the water, the nose for me mostly kind of goes to like an orange peel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I lose a little bit of the of the floral. Get more citrus. The, the vanilla comes down too. Yeah, I, I'm still getting a pretty good vanilla. I went pretty light on the. I mean, the vanilla oh. is there. So on, on one level, it's, it's not quite orange dreamsicle, but it's it, it's floating in alcoholic orange dreamsicle land. And if you've not tried the, the, the vanilla orange Coke yet, it's actually not that bad. I I just had some, and I'm getting um, orange, orange vanilla soda. Yeah. There's, and and I probably say this too much, but I still get caramel. Yeah. That, so... Dave would certainly be decrying that yeah. if you were here. So good job, Stunt Dave. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and you broke him. No, no. Because I'm <laughs> drinking scotch or whiskey, I I harden myself because I'm not about to spit <laughs> what I'm drinking. But I I have to admit, wet, this is um it's lost a lot of the astringency for me. Yeah. I was noticing that too. The astringency went down. I'm getting more alcohol burn at the top of the finish, though. Yes, that is true. That's the trade off. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not quite getting the orange dreamsicle flavor soda thing that, that you were getting, so I'm a little disappointed that you set up my expectations and doomed me to failure. Um, how much water did you put in? Three, four drops. Hmm. I just added a couple more. We'll see if that makes any difference. Would you say you added more or less? He added. I would say, hours. how much did you have left? Less than half the pour? Then I might have added less. Okay. Hard to say. Still, I will say, wet. 
quite yeah, pleasant. It, it, yeah. it, it's still it's still very pleasant compared, especially for single malt irishes we've had on the show. I would yeah. certainly rank this in the upper half. Mm-hmm. Not I'm running out to buy this tomorrow. Right. But if I was going through a, a store and came across this and it was like low price. At a very good price point, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't recall where this fell, but most of the Irishes that are at um, top value are not particularly expensive. Well, Irish Your Connells are kind of the expe- exception, which I don't understand at all. What was the one that we loved, the peated um, car... The, the Connemara. Connemara. That's... The container of which is still on the shelf behind you. Up in the middle. Why, yes it is. It was. Oh, and that's right, it was also a fabulous container. Yes, it was. Um, that is pretty... But that was something like a 65 or 80 to get the, the, the 12-year period. But it was... Well, that, yeah. Um, and for those of you listening at home, that was the word worth it. <laughs> yeah, I might have had a cracker on my tongue there. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> let's see. Is this the... Yes, this, this, this one came with a box. The Irishman. Single malt Irish whiskey. Matured for 12 years and specially selected first-filled bourbon barrels. Only exceptional casks make the cut, which showcase the pinnacle of triple-distilled Irish single malt whiskey. Dun-dun-dun! This outstanding whiskey is the outcome of 12 years' maturation in exclusively first-filled bourbon casks. Screw the rest! The hallmark of this exceptional 12-year-old is its incredible aroma. The influence of first-filled bourbon casks give a light, sweet, spicy note of vanilla, cinnamon, and even a tincture of clove. Hey, Mm. I was right. The initial sip is a burst of rich flavors, sweet with vanilla and delicately bolstered by black peppercorns. This gently gives way to succulent fruits, leaving behind a lingering flavor of grassy cereal notes. I'll, I'll say, the, yeah. yeah, the cereal notes in the finish are certainly there. Mm-hmm. Transfixus said non mortus. What? Which translates apparently to never beaten, but I believe I just summoned something. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily there wasn't a circle beneath us. Ah, well. <laughs> I don't think. Well, there's I some mean, circles in front of us, though. Looking at it online, uh, it looks like this one runs between $70 and $80 for a bottle. Hmm. I probably I, got it for less than I that. I feel we got it for less. Yeah. So, I am pleased with it. I think I'm going to go 3-4. Perhaps you should explain what you mean oh, by that. Perhaps. But perhaps not. Let me think. Yes. Yes, I will. So, for those of you who are not familiar with our scoring system, we score between 1 and 5 where one is a war crime, and five is the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. We do allow decimals, but we request that you not go ridiculous. Um, so three is kind of your... I liked it, but I wasn't wowed. I, you know, everybody interprets it a little bit differently. For me, three is the break point of, under the right circumstances, I might buy it, but I probably wouldn't. And I'd enjoy drinking it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to drink it. So three, four, uh, and for me, four, anything four and above is like, wow, I really want to see if I can find this. So three, four, I, I enjoyed drinking it. I would happily drink it again. If I found this on sale at a, a, a store, I might pick it up, just if nothing else, so I have an Irish hanging around, because 
I normally don't. And it is a little sweeter. Yeah, it's you know this this is actually I think a pretty. It's not an ideal starting Irish whiskey, but if somebody said I've always wanted to try Irish whiskeys, what should I do? And well, my first answer is have a single a Scottish single malt. <laughs> but but if that's not an option, this one wouldn't be bad. I would go with about a a three and a half as well on this. Certainly, um, yeah, I, I would not go out of my way to find it. Uh, but if it was put in front of me, I certainly wouldn't turn it down. You would not flee in terror? No. No, and indeed I wouldn't. I'll, honestly, I'd, I'd go a little bit up more and go four, because it's got a bit more of the flavor that I like. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a little more stringent than I typically like, but the water helped bring it down just enough that it was uh, a better flavor for me. But yeah, I'd, I'd say four. I, I, I really liked it. This was this was solid. Um, <clears throat> trying to decide where this would go in relation to other things because this, this this is kind of the the difficulty for me. And we've had so many things like where mm-hmm. where does this really fall in relation to other things? For for within the Irish whiskey that we've had, it certainly falls very well. So I want to score it in like the you know three five three six range. Overall whiskeys we've had. Does it go higher or lower? Um, this is really good. I, I, I think just for lack of, of wanting to spend too much time thinking about it, I think I'm just going to give it the 3-4 the, the um, that you did, Perrin. I, I think it's I had not, the same. not quite really up there with the other single malts um, that we've had, but for an Irish, it, it makes a very strong showing. I had the same, like... Conundrum? Conundrum of, I'm drinking an Irish. I want to judge it on its its own merits. But I also am sort of categorizing it differently between it's not a Scotch single malt. It's, it's an Irish. It also seems like it's a little more complex than most of the Irishes that I've had. Yeah. So I am judging it against Scotches. Fair enough. Yeah, they're, they're happily, there is no wrong answer um, except what Sidious says. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, it's... They're not it, wrong. It, it, it is a, <laughs> I mean, depending on who you ask, you're absolutely not wrong. It, it is funny to see the different. Um, some sometimes we're all very much in in line, and sometimes we're like, "What's the the we have like one and a half? Is there one six? I think the biggest gap we've had was like one seven or one eight. We we almost hit a two gap because I think either I or Dave couldn't stand something the other. Oh, one you guys like well, yeah, because you guys have some very strong. Um, Dave hates. Um, he doesn't like port. Yeah, where I like the port finished stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like the rum and Santorin stuff finished. Is a mm-hmm. general rule, with the exception of the Glenfiddich Twenty One. That was that's rum finished, and that was pretty spectacular. Hey, look, it's cat, but it is a Twenty One. So yeah, although I am, I I really hate when you're like. Oh wow! It's a twenty-one. It should be impressed. Even if it's not quite to my taste, I should be like, "Wow, that was pretty good." And sometimes you're like, "Hmm, I've just been ripped off." Yes, it has happened. So, so what cheese are uh, what? What is one of the cheeses? Well, this, <clears throat> uh, this this is the me being lazy and doing our standards. So this is the the aged Havarti, which we honestly have. you can't go wrong with aged. No, Havarti. I mean, it, I mean it, it, it's it's a nice palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. The, the, the cheeses that I have available to me in, in the fridge right now 
Half of them are spicy cheese, which is not something you want in a tasting. Uh, no. Um, and then uh, the other one is a heavily roasted garlic Monterey Jack. And I'm like, that's fine, but again, not so uh, much with the tasting. So that, that could interfere. The, these are more, you know, this is, this, this, this is a really good neutral cheese. So the, also the, the other cheese I, I happened to run into uh, unexpectedly earlier this evening. And I, given the theme of our show, I could not resist. This is the Oscar Wilde Aged Irish Cheddar with the, quote, the only way to get rid of a temptation is to yield to it. <laughs> I mean, Oscar Wilde. It's one of two ways, really. Product of Ireland. <laughs> and I'm not sure if they mean the cheese or Oscar Wilde. But Both. So yeah, it's the, the Oscar Wilde, it's a bit stronger. Mm-hmm. I do but, like that. But it, it just, I couldn't not bring it to a scotch. No, it's, I mean, it's also I, cheddar, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's got a nice, it is a little more sharp. Mm-hmm. But, so, the second thing we are tasting. Oh, wait. While I start doing the pour, shall we interrogate our guest? <laughs> oh, we, 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 can, we can briefly interrogate. Sure. <laughs> okay, I should run. <laughs> oh, and, and make sure you, uh, if you have not, rinse out your yeah. glass so yeah, that we can. Rinse it and then dry it as best you can. Mm-hmm. There's paper towels on the corner of the, of the cupboard there if you really want. To grab one. Um, I mean, my mine is fairly dry at this point because I rinsed pretty early. Um, but yeah, so uh, just just lightly kind of, you know, you've you've introduced yourself, but like what what uh, what kind of things do you like do for fun, or or what kind of events do you do that people might see you at? Uh, go yeah. I go to a lot of conventions. So you know, I was just recently at MarsCon, which is a lot of fun. Um, I see you doing a lot of costuming. Yes. Tell me more about that. Ah, well, let's see. Uh, my One of my main ones I do is Luna Lovegood. Uh, I'm actually part of several different Costumers for a Cause groups, which uh, the Marauders is one of them. That's the Harry Potter group. We go to various charity events and... Um, walks and movie premieres and whatnot and just interact with the kids of all ages and generally just make people happy. Very cool. I have to ask if you've been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I have. I walked in. I didn't want to go home. Yeah. I'm. Disney passed on it. I know. How <laughs> wrong is that? Well... Their space is being taken up, and it's going to be flooded with people very soon, so, with the new Star Wars. Well, true. And they are also actually now, in California, building uh, Avengerland. Mm -hmm. Because I know this because I went to uh, Make-A-Wish for a kid who really, really loves the Avengers. That's another one of the characters I do. I do Scarlet Witch with uh, superheroes, uh, Minnesota Superheroes United. Uh, and we, this little boy absolutely adores Avengers, and his wish was to go to Avengerland in 2020 when it opens. Oh, very cool. So we, a bunch of us showed up in as Avengers and said, you get to go! That is awesome. He loved it. My my daughter is a, just saw um, Captain Marvel twice. Oh my god, I love that show. And um, she is a huge superhero fan, and we were at a... At a uh, convention or some place with people in costume and we saw somebody in a really good Spider-Man 
We said, look, Rowan, my daughter, it's Spider-Man. And she gave us a look and said, that's not Spider-Man. That's someone in a Spider-Man costume. Ouch. Mm. Burn. Spider-Man's in New York. You don't know. He could be coming no, over uh, to visit. But, but the, the He's on certainty in, in this had to be a fake because Spider-Man doesn't come here. He's in New York saving the day. And I was just like, well, there not we gonna, go. Not going to argue, argue with you. <laughs> well, the next movie that comes out, Homecoming, he's going to be in Paris. So we'll see how that influences the uh, thought process there. She, he could be <laughs> globetrotting. Well, he is. But not in Minnesota. Um, she has also insisted that we now start calling our um, orange tabby Goose. Oh, my God. Oh, nice. I love it. Um, although we have pointed out we have the rare uh, Talus Flurkin. Mm. And uh, she isn't sure if she agrees with us or not. <laughs> so what drives your uh, costuming, costuming choices? Um, I mean, like, whatever grabs your fancy at the time? Pretty or? much what grabs my fancy... Um just about every movie or TV series I have come across, I end up finding a character I really like and would like to portray it in costume. In fact, uh, for Captain Marvel, I found that I would really like to put together a Minerva outfit because she's pretty darn cool. Except for that whole evil thing. Well, or not evil. evil I don't well, know. E- it, it all depends on your point of view. I'm very much a gray Everything is great. Nothing's good and bad, evil or whatever. And the people that dress up like Loki get just as much attention, if not more, than the people that dress up like the heroes. Slytherin, 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 Slytherin. Exactly, Slytherin. So so I also work with uh, Minnesota Customers United, but I work with the Star Wars side of things, yep. uh, portraying old Luke. I can't show. imagine why you would do that. Right? <laughs> right. So, so saying that costume choices are driven by your favorite character, absolutely, but also sometimes driven by the fact that you just kind of flat out look like them mm-hmm. and well, have too. to do the thing. Well, I'm actually putting together Mara Jade mm, that'll for, be fun. for celebrations. Awesome. Sadly, sadly, the one character I could play no longer, I no longer look like him. Um, I actually was at San Diego Comic Con and somebody offered to pay me to pretend to be Peter Jackson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a compliment, I guess, but no, I am not going to pretend to be Peter Jackson so you can sell things. But yeah. That... I, I may or may not have done some time on the Rocky Horror Picture Show cast as Riff Raff for reasons that have everything to do with the fact that I had long hair at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And I was a surly evil bastard. A friend of my wife's uh, played um, Dr. Scratch. Uh, Dr. Scratch? Uh, no. Um, oh. Dr. Scott? Scratch and Sniff, yeah. Oh, Dr. Scott. Scott. Because he was in a wheelchair. Mm. Ah. And he figured, what the hell? Yeah, I, I started out as Dr. Scott because they had too many riffraffs, and then as soon as there weren't you know, too many riffraffs. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know full well what you mean, but yep. it just... Yes. Too much riffraff. <laughs> I'll have to play someone else. We're going to have to read it out. Yep. But, read out uh, the reference. Yeah, that, that, that's how that works. So, so no, I, as, as far as things go, uh, my introduction with Luna was, I think it was some sort of Harry Potter panel at Convergence at some point in time, and she was in costume, and I'm like, I love your Luna. <laughs> I, 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 
I have to come over and say that was awesome because you know. And I think at one point in time you worked out at Renaissance Festival as well. I did. Yes. Yep. Actually, so. last year was 15 years. Okay. Wow. What area do you work in? Uh, I've worked in a couple of different spots, uh, but most recently worked with doing buckets in the, in the little gaming mm-hmm. area there. But I did cast for a few years and a shop or, or two here and there. But yeah. As have we all. Right. I mean, no. Yeah. Those of us that have worked out there yeah. have done yeah. all of the things. Yes. No, I, I, I unfortunately could never work out there because there's just too much dust. I can't. My asthma. I die. I did fundraising for Convergence that first year mm. by working the kid, one of the kids' booths. Yeah. The Children's Trilogy of Games. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I remember that one. I started there back in 96. How long did you do it? Three years? We may have overlapped. Probably. Yeah, yeah I did, that, I did mm-hmm. Children's Trilogy. When uh, Deb Fretham was running it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back, back when I started, I think I did two years with Children's Trilogy, then moved over to the Scottish Dancers. and. It's kind of like a rite there. of passage. Like, um, being beaten by a... a, a a, a narrow pe- a group of like you have to run between people and they'll beat you. It's yeah. the it's the equivalent. Yeah, uh, you either have to start pouring beer or in children's games. Uh, you know, one well, or the other. Or well, it'd be a or, rite of passage if you have pen sticks. Or a terrible, terrible mix, right? Yes, pouring beer for children's games. <laughs> <laughs> pouring children? No, no, that, that doesn't work the other way around. No, yeah, I, I. It's been. I did. I did. Uh, what was it? One season, and I was like, "Well, I've done my. <laughs> I paid. I served I've, my nickel. I've paid my dues time <laughs> after time." <laughs> All right. Um, so what we are looking at this time is, I I really wish they had changed the name. So what we have here is Trader Joe's Single Malt Irish Whiskey. Okay. Now, if you are thinking Trader Joe's. Ha! We've had Trader Joe's single malts, and they are a number of them. Oh no, and and they are surprisingly good. For, Not for the price point. For the price point. Well, and this is how they got started: was with their one buck chuck wine. They they know alcohol to a greater or lesser degree. <laughs> They're drunks. It's it, <laughs> what I'm sad about is it's Trader Joe's because if you get certain dishes, you'll get like Trader Ming or Trader Luigi. Or and I'm like, really, you're doing Irish single malts, and it's Trader Joe's. You know, they could have been Trader Liam or Trader Steve. No, Captain America, Steve Rogers I, is Irish. Yeah, but you know, I think that's stretching it just a bit. <laughs> oh, no, you know, they, they, they'd have gone with a more traditional Irish name like I Liam suppose. or Ryan, Colin, Colin, and Trader McDougal. I know that's, that's not Scottish. Irish, <laughs> you really can't tell. I'll be, I'll They're be all there in a month. Well, there, there is there was a lot of um, back, back and, and forth, forth between them. So, which is a polite way of saying rating. <laughs> yes and no. And displacement and politics. A, a, and good, a good friend of mine is from um, is a Glaswegian, and he's married to an Irish lass, mm-hmm. and it's funny. I am I am going to be a MacArthur in about two months. So cool. Yeah. So So the other thing he hasn't pointed out yet is not only is it the Trader Joe's single malt Irish whiskey, it is a fifteen year. I was I was gonna hold off for a moment, let people sniff. Yeah, sorry, I'd ruin it. That's all right. 
I love the snow. Oh, that is fabulous. I am not getting the astringency yeah, at all. That's what I was just thinking. I'm not smelling anything. Like Very astringent. smooth. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to do a reset because I am getting an acetone. Okay. And I don't want to say the smell I'm getting. And I'm staring. Bananas? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm staring at No, no. Banana! I'm staring at no, I, I, with a massive grid because he. What do you no, think? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, bananas are bananas. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not generally a fan. But no, this, this, this is, this is a nice, very ripe, you know, perfect time to eat the banana if you're, if, if, if you're fond of the flavor. It is, it is a well ripened banana. Or as I would tell my wife, rotting. No, but it's, it's not no, that far. No, this, I, this is, this is the sweet my, spot. So, I don't know who here. Well, I know one person here is not married. I do not know of the other two of you. But one of the things that you should work out with your spouse is banana point. Where, where, where are you in agreement or not? Are you going to fight? And my wife, this is one of the places where my wife is hideously, hideously wrong. <laughs> she, she likes bananas that are yellow with a dusting of, of dark spots. Or as I like to call it, rot. I think it's a little overdone. Yeah, it it should be yellow with just the faintest hint of hint of green, so you get you're on the opposite end of that yes. spectrum. Now we've still sure. made our our marriage work for eighteen or for sixteen years, but just leave a banana still, on the counter for her. She's still just wrong. <laughs> I would buy a banana today, and the banana I buy for you, you can have in three or four days. That's pretty much if I like don't finish the bananas, she can have whatever mm-hmm. I have not eaten. Because I'm not touching it. Yeah. Well, that's when you make banana bread or banana shakes. See, or... that is where, that's what the bananas she likes should be. I tend to freeze those bananas um, and then put them into my morning uh, shake. Ooh. So, my protein shake. Throw them at neighbor kids? Uh, once in a while. Yeah. You know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a reset and ask that you not say the B word for a little while so that I can get something other than that out of the nose. Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> uh, there is definitely some vanilla in there. You know, I'm I'm certainly getting that. I'm getting a lot less floral out of this one. It yeah, seems yeah, it's more definitely one note. more fruity. I'm other than the previously non-mentionables. I'm not getting much else. The vanilla. Um, oh, as for the color, it's a, a nice amber, a little lighter than little the last. Yeah, lighter, it's lighter. Yeah. So I'm I'm having just done the reset and gone back in. I'm getting like like a zester apple, maybe. <laughs> All right, I Mr. Think, Apple I, think he's, I was going to say, I think he's stretching because he really doesn't want to smell the bee. No, no. I, <laughs> he's praying there's an apple somewhere. No, no, there, there, there's an apple underneath that banana. Well, and I think to, to each of our points, like, I tend to usually pick up some caramel notes out of just about everything I drink. The question is how heavily I pick that up. Do you always tend to get a little hint of that apple or a little hint of that banana or you know now it's leaving the granny smith so this is i'm not i i can get a little bit of that apple out of there too there's a little bit of that sour okay yeah no i still smell more more bananas all right yeah perrin just did a taste and and he had a reaction yes i did enjoy Mm. (laughs) i like it liz does not or luna does not excuse me that's fine i knew it was an l Either or, I'll answer to both. 
It's got more of an astringent taste. You didn't smell the astringent, but you definitely taste it. Yeah. Um, getting some hay. Yeah, grassy. Mm-hmm. Peaty, Maybe even a little bit of coffee. Hmm. I was going to say lemon fudge, but... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't necessarily mean that we've had that before. It's right. not necessarily Sometimes a, it's good. Yeah. a... How horrible it is. It's simply... It's very lemony with that kind what what I would imagine artificial not be, lemon smell. Yeah, not not being a um repeated drinker of lemon fresh pledge. Well I would hope not. Just when the mood takes me. It's a bad addiction to try and kick. I've heard. Mm. I yeah. I am getting more of the lemon after tasting it. Mm-hmm. Um it's still very fruity. It's still very palatable. Um, but it is definitely more, almost bitter, I think, in flavor than in nose. Yeah, it, it, it starts very smooth, but the more you drink it, the more it builds up, and the more it starts to hit you in that maybe not as pleasant way. I'm just sorry, because I was looking forward to banana. Yeah. I like banana, and, and you know, it wasn't. It has a pretty dark, woody taste to it, I think. Yeah, the peaty, woodsy I wouldn't say peaty, but there's well, there's gra- okay grass. Hey. Yeah, so, no, there's there, there's definitely some plant matter. Yeah. yeah, my brain went to the Zack Snyder Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, that's a different thing entirely. That's a that's a dark, that's dark a... grassy woody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite. I, now I really want to see it. <laughs> it's all my fault. Mm, they told me they fixed it. I have no heart. <laughs> the Tin Woodsman. The Tin Batman? What? The tin Batman. No, the Tin Woodsman. He's a remorseless killer. He has no heart. Yeah. Makes a good assassin, I guess. Yeah. Well, as long as he's well-oiled. Yeah, nothing, that's true. Yeah, I'll step out and, and kill him. <laughs> I failed my stealth check. <laughs> Epic fail. Well, I like the nose of it with water. Hmm. So with the water, the sweetness picks up a little. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I have to say, the banana is gone. Yeah, the banana is gone. The apple's coming through real strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, banana's coming back in, in later nosing now. Um, I am getting a, a hint of grass and the vanilla. Vanilla grass. Mm. The, the vanilla is coming through. I can see where you're going with the grass thing. Yeah, it's gone now. I just had that one nose where I'm like, that's grass. And now I'm now it's not. Well, let's see. It's much smoother wet. Yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> mm. Sorry. I think it just, there was a lot implied in that statement. I think that it is entirely unremarkable wet. Um, oddly enough, now I'm getting banana. <laughs> All right. I think I think the banana is actually vanilla punch, and I'm just because I was smelling banana before. <clears throat> I'd I'd say there's both in the palate and the early finish. <clears throat> Luna will not be buying this from Trader Joe's. No, mm. I do not like this one. Yeah, she's she's making good face, <laughs> yeah. as we like to say. Since you know this is an audio podcast, we kind of have to um, to make some statements. Or they're not real. Have you? Do you like uh, peated scotches? Yeah, a little bit. 
I'm just, I'm just not overly fond of the astringent. I'm mm-hmm. rather disappointed. This still, this didn't smell like it was as astringent as it turns out to be. Yeah. Um, we've made the recommendation before, but I'll mention it. Uh, if you are in a Trader Joe's, pick up Isla Storm. Okay. It is a great, inexpensive Isla peated, awesome like what 22 24 yeah like 25 yeah. but yeah for for what it is the the light peats well light to medium peat smoke uh flavor to it, it, it it's a strong outing for an for an um elaine and i i'd like to know what distillery they're actually getting it from uh, i i'm kind of curious as well because certain certain ones of their bottles actually say mm-hmm. um we have another trader joe's in the kitty to be done that has a uh, this, this is the first double maturation one that they've done, and it says what distillery it is. Uh, I think the other one might have come off the back of the lorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want you want some Isla? Where's it from? Shh! I I didn't say I wanted to talk about it. I just said, do you want some Isla? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Isla Whiskey Fest- Festival is actually at the end of May. And is a week long uh, celebration of their whiskeys. Uh, it's warm enough that when they pass out, they don't freeze to death, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to be there for three days. Oh, you suck! Uh, sampling the finest that they have to offer. So uh, I, I I look forward to reporting back. Where where are you going to physically be? Uh, we are going to be in Benesson. Uh, and I'm, I'm not picturing one of the towns. I'm not, yeah, I'm not where it is. picturing where it is. Uh, let, me, let me look it up. I when, don't have the map. When my fam- my wife and I went at the uh, to uh, to Scotland, we um, we went to Oban and then to the Isle of Skye, <coughs> and uh, beautiful, beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are going to be. Uh, Getting married on the Isle of Mull, just north of, well, north of Isla and south of Skye. So, the land of thinking things over. I'm not <laughs> sure quite what that means, but uh, it's it's where you mull. True, true, quite. It means now bad, that I'm making a bad pun. Now yes. that I've now that I've caught up with you, I agree. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to mull that over. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, this is triple distilled. So, ha, to your measly double maturation. Well, triple distilled and, and double maturation are completely different concepts, I, and so I, I... I know, but this one's triple, so it's more. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you keep thinking that, Perrin. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Trader Joe's Single Malt Irish Whiskey. Light and golden, smoothly balanced with fruity notes, spicy aromas, and a crisp floral finish that gently lingers on your palate. That was a lie. Trader Joe's Single Malt Irish Whiskey comes from an Irish whiskey-making family dedicated to crafting high-quality whiskeys since the 18th century, so they're really not getting it right too quick. No. Their focus is on restoring the ancient distilling techniques of Irish whiskey. Made with fresh Irish spring water, 
and locally harvested barley, this whiskey is triple distilled in small copper pot stills and then bounced off the head of the local drunk. <laughs> the whiskey has matured a minimum of 15 years in single-use American white oak casks. No racism intended. What? I believe you can figure out which pieces are color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that it's still true. Um, you know, I would I would be interested to see what this would be like if they had done a uh, a maturation in not um, uh, first use white oak. I have never. I have to admit, I am not a fan of first use. For, uh, for first fills, I'm okay with, but virgin wood is generally not something I've enjoyed. Yeah, it tends to be a little more bitter. It, the tannins, I am, I'm not a fan. The, I'm kind of a wine omnivore. I mean, I don't like every single wine, but there is no one wine I'm like, I only drink this. The one exception is Cabernet Sauvignon, which I find just too dry. Now, there are exceptions, but almost invariably... What people look for in a Cabernet Sauvignon is what I avoid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's the tannins. It's the tannins that, anno- that that I don't like. And so the fact that they put this in a first fill is. Eh, I'd, I'd be interested in a bourbon or. Um, have we tried any odd um, finish? Yeah, the the second Napogue Castle we had was a double maturation, and I think that's why we didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was nice and buttery. The second one, I don't remember what the note was that we didn't care for, but we did not. We didn't, but the first one was like butter, baby. Matured in, in English butter churns. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd that want to actually, try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, Jenna couldn't have it, but I'd be fine. You know, we're good. I, 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 I'm only, like, mildly sensitive. It's, it's, no, it doesn't kill me. Um, You're not that sensitive. No, <laughs> as a general rule. Um, so I, I suspect I'm going to be the one who liked this the most. Because um, I, I like this a touch more than, than the previous. Hmm. Um, but just a touch. Um, this, this, was not, this was not the brilliance I was hoping for. And since this is the most expensive Trader Joe's whiskey we've had... Wow, um, at like thirty or thirty-two, um, you know. So it's still cheap, but <laughs> still, and it's a fifteen-year, which also means it, it is—it's the oldest Trader Joe's whiskey we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, That—that's the thing. But yeah, I—I I, I can't give it more than a three-five. But I—I I, I still thought that this was this was pretty good. I—I I like the smooth. I don't—I don't mind the fact that it was kind of a a one-note grassy. You know, a little bit of lemon thing to it. That's, I would certainly do this one neat. I would not add the water, um, even though it got a little bit smoother with the water. What I liked about it, I liked it more on, on the neat side. But yeah, this this was less than I was hoping for, but still, I would I would put this in the upper half of the Irish single malts we've had. Would you care to? Sure, I can. Um, well, like I said, I didn't like it nearly as much as I like the other one. It's not awful, but at the same time, it's not my favorite. So I'd probably say more like two, two four, maybe at the most. The, the The question is, would you slap someone for offering it? No. Okay, so we're not we're not too low. No, we're not too low. It's just 
if I would, I wouldn't go out of my way to go get it or whatever. Given the choice between this and the Pendrin, still this. Well, right. <laughs> Given a choice between being slapped by a live fish and a Pendrin, I'd go with the fish. <laughs> uh, I am going to do a two-seven on this. I might drink it. <laughs> Technically, it wasn't. Did I, I? It's true. It was not terrible. Um, but it's not what I'm looking for. I really enjoyed the nose. I found wet to be inoffensive. There's really the wet was just sort of like, eh. I guess it's it's alcohol. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great to taste. I'm I'm really I I have argued myself up and down from three. I I've come in above three like a three two, and I've gone as low as like a. Two nine, so I think all said and done, it was interesting enough on the nose to just get over three. So I'm going to go three point five, or three three point oh five. Excuse me, oh five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, not that's really. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, means just, that means more sense. Just, okay. just over. Um, but uh, you know, it really to me, it would depend on what I was feeling like. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't slap somebody for giving giving it to me. Um, but I would be if they were like, "Hey, you could have this or any one of these other things." I'd probably be like, "Oh, yeah, we'll get those other things." Yeah. yeah. That was why it landed under three for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely liked the uh, the the twelve year old. Yeah, the better. Irishman one was yeah. good. I liked that one. So. I am impressed by both of these, though, that they got both of them. I felt got away from the thing I really don't like about. Irish whiskeys, which they tend to be very um, alcohol and kind of medicinal. I I don't drink them enough to, to really feel like I know them, but the ones I don't like tend to be just sort of like, well, yeah, I'm drinking alcohol. It's sweet got, and one note. Yeah. And these, these at least, even though I wasn't a f- huge fan, it it had some, some interesting qualities to it. Yeah. So... Now is the time on the show when we plug things. What do you what do what do you want to plug? The leaking dam. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, you never have anything. Like that. No, I don't. You got anything coming up, Peter? That you want to talk about? Uh, I do not. All of my uh, time and energy at the moment is being spent between my house and uh, planning a, a long vacation in Scotland, where you're getting married. Indeed, you might want to. I don't need to when, plug that. We've got enough. No, no. When you're already. when you're talking to her, you might want to mention that first. As opposed to the, I'm going on a vacation to Ireland. Well, Scotland, but or, yeah. Scotland, excuse yeah. me. Um, I, I think we're, we're, we're on a good page there. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, getting married, so I mean, I, w- I would think they're on a decent yeah. thing going on there. Yeah. No, that, I, I highly applaud the getting married in Scotland because Scotland is awesome. And then sometime. And filled with scotch. It's true. And sometime later in the summer, I will be. Uh, doing more events with Minnesota Force and Costumes for a Cause. Um, but that just is kind of wherever we end up being. Yep. Yeah, basically the same thing. Lots we doing quite a few things with the Costumes for a Cause groups, the Marauders, the Star Wars, the uh, superheroes. Nothing in, you know, nothing in particular, but that I can think of at the top of my head, but 
Other than celebration, but oh, that's a big thing. Yeah, celebration. I think is pretty much sold out though. So mm-hmm. no, no. What is what? To... What is celebration? Star Wars celebration. It's being held in Chicago this year. Mm. Basically, anything and everything Star Wars. They're going to have a bunch of uh, guests from various Star Wars and whatnot, and both in front of and behind the camera. Yep. Um, they also tend to release. Uh, upcoming tidbits and projects at celebrations. Yep. Uh, so we're expecting more than likely there will be a uh, trailer for the new movie coming out in December. Super uh, excited. Very cool. The yeah. one thing I'm going to plug is Captain Marvel. Mm. Yes, I don't really need to, true. but I will. Um, no, I, I will get around to seeing that. I haven't yet. I saw it the other day, and, or yeah, two days ago, and it was fantastic. I really, really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on call this week, so I will not be seeing it until Saturday. Fair enough. The the uh, the thing that I I loved is apparently people asked and spoilers some minor spoilers um, in the end of uh, Infinity War. There's the whole pager thing. Ah, yes. And um, where's Gary? Well, no, no, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm working to make sure there's oh. no spoilers for the for Captain Marvel. Uh, gotcha. If you haven't seen, by now, if you haven't seen Infinity War, tough, oh, right? Um, right. Uh, anyway, people are like, "Why didn't he page her before?" before? Yeah, and Kevin Feige, Feige got asked, and his response was, "Maybe he did." I like we, that. We That's don't. Cool. You don't know, right? It could be that this is like the fourth time he's paged her. Sure. Right. And it's just the first one we've seen. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, well, wait. <laughs> well, I do have something I need to plug. Oh, plug away, sir. <laughs> and that is at the end of March is Die Laughing. Oh, yeah. Which is the big fundraiser for Fearless Comedy Productions. So. We will be online, um, streaming the entire thing at dialaughingmarathon.com, as we have in previous years. And for those of you particularly interested in this show, there is the ability to win a guest spot on the show. And when you win the guest spot on the show, you get to take home your choice of the four whiskeys that you get to taste during the recording session. So not only are you bidding to be a guest on the podcast, but you are bidding on a, essentially to you, free bottle of scotch. So, uh, bit early, bit often. Uh, it is my understanding that most, if not all, of the podcast uh, guest spots are going to be in the online auction and not the physical auction um, uh, that will be at the Phoenix. But that's going to be is uh, last weekend in March. Uh, I don't have the dates immediately in front of me, but it's it's, it's like it's got to be like the 29th through the 31st or whatever, somewhere around. There. Um, so that that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Friday at seven through Sunday at nine, fifty straight hours. Of stuff, uh, I will be there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to make sure that I am for sure. Uh, yes, I was correct. It's the 29th through the 31st. Thank you. Um, that I will be there for the late night stuff. So that means generally between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. Um, are the times that I can guarantee that I will have my butt at the theater. Outside of that, I, I can't say for sure when I will be there. I am not performing in any way this year uh, at this time. Uh, if something comes up in the next two weeks and all of a sudden I am doing something, uh, be fearless and say yes. This is, this is, the, this is the motto. Um, but I don't know uh, if that's likely to happen. I, I suspect no. Uh, I'm generally not asked to be in things because 
I'm on the board of directors. I'm not actually a, a member per se, so my, my level of funny is not required to be higher than you know standard jackass. So, um, dude, you totally got that. I've got that done. I got that done pretty cold. <laughs> I think. Um, so that'll be a thing, uh, and and there there may be uh, a special event happening in the in the first half hour uh, of Die Laughing in terms of uh, something important to the company. So if if you're interested in fearless comedy at all, you might want to check out that first half hour because there there will be something uh, new and ongoing for Fearless that will be announced at that time. Cool. So. I do. I do have one other thing to mention. Um, I got my birthday present today from my uh-huh. wife. My birthday was just the other day, and um, I turned twenty-four. Yes, you did. I believe you. Uh, and or she, as many times. She gave me single malt, a guide to the whiskies of Scotland. Includes profiles, ratings, and tasting notes for more than three hundred and thirty expressions. And uh, so, yes, my wife knows me. That would be fun to use uh, as a side to the uh, scotches that you taste occasionally. Although we try, perhaps, we try to not um, bring in too much... I mean, we never claim to be... uh, Professionals? Professional palates or, or, you know, when you... Well, if you ever read some of the... Like the big names in Irish or not in Irish in in scotches, and you read their tasting notes. It's like here are the forty seven things that I detected. And I'm like, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there 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 is a reason that that you know we do what we do, and it's because we want to have it be just you know random people, not professionals, going in and saying here here's what someone who just has a palate from from eating everyday food. And just I'm a I'm an average Joe person going in and and, and doing things and yes, the scotch is expensive. I mean the, the tagline that we hardly ever remember to mention before the show is we try it before you buy it because the whole point is is to let you know what you're getting into in advance. Um, and the tasting notes in the bottle, obviously, we, we disagreed with s- several things stated on the bottles today, and that that's exactly what we're trying to right. to reveal although, to people. Although we did not find them to be cork dorkery. No, there was no cork dorkery today. Um, I, I just opened it to a random page, and mm-hmm. I won't even tell people what it is. But here's the nose, orange pulp, drawn butter, blueberry syrup, spicy honey, and a late afternoon sea breeze with a few drops of water. It transforms into peaches and cream. I'll admit, I want to drink this now. Uh, <laughs> general point, isn't it? A perfectly balanced whiskey with clear but not dominant sherry notes. Pair it with a creme brulee for a double-treated dessert. Palette, dry citrus, cream... Spicy vanilla, orange candy, and honey. The long finish shows peaches and black tea. You know, I'm on board. <laughs> and but I mean, just yeah, it, that, it's like, that level of complexity is. I'm not ever going no. to. I mean, I will enjoy the heck out of reading this book, mm-hmm. and I've I've got one or two others that I've bought in the past or or found that it's fun to read. And occasionally, when I'm at a. Uh, uh, a store and I see something that I don't recognize, I'll look to see how it's rated because sometimes I'm like I don't want to if I'm buying it for the show, I'll buy it regardless because you know, we don't, we're not like oh, I'm going to pre-screen and only get things that I think will be tasty but I don't, you know and most often I look at it and I'm very, it's almost impossible to find a scotch review where they're like this is shite this it <laughs> tastes like shoe. 
and ass. And alcohol. <laughs> yeah, alcoholy ass shoe. Mm. Burn, burn your burn your uh, taste buds out as you drink. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it is fun to get these, and I, I do enjoy. I appreciate the gift, and I I'm looking forward to reading. The nice thing is, it's it's new, and so they have a lot of interesting expressions that are fairly recent. Whereas if you get an older book. There's like half the stuff isn't available and you can't yeah. find it. Yeah. And, and the worst part is when you're like, flip, flip. This is the best scotch you you will you will ever find. It is there's not a single thing wrong with it. Every single person who's tasted it says that it just you know dot dot dot. And you're like, and then you look online and you're like, this the last bottle was consumed in 1994. <laughs> and, it, and it sold for eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Or was was drunk by a, an orangutan who stole it from his keeper. <laughs> Didn't appreciate it in the slightest. Miss Grown with Root Beer. Anyway. But you will never get it. <laughs> that would so be brilliant. We should probably wrap up. We should. And under normal circumstances, we surprise spring a toast on our guest. And um, oh. that you have to come up with a toast last minute. However, uh, I would like to, yes. to do a toast um, to Xerxes. To Xerxes. Xerxes. If you weren't going to, I was. <laughs> <laughs>